Uh, I wasn't ready. No, he's still eating. No, I'm that's good. right. This is our ASMR portion. Come on, uh, munch, eat some more fucking popcorn. All right, here we of, go. Guys. Instead of being a, a professional, <laughs> snack, <laughs> snack time, baby. Here we go. Snack. Mm. <laughs> yeah, snack in the middle of the the podcast, which you know affects the audio portion of it, and being a podcast is the only portion of it. So, <laughs> really, really helps with the quality. And hello. And, and oh, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, come dogs. Welcome to another episode of the SM Taco Experience. The most professionally produced podcast, this side of the Mississippi and that side of the Mississippi. Yeah, we are on both sides of it. So we encompass the entire U.S. Best podcast of both sides of the Mississippi. <laughs> Rather than just saying in the U.S., we have to like say it's that. <laughs> on this side and that side of the Rockies. <laughs> Mid-Appalachia. <laughs> so uh i don't know is there anything big in the news lately that's uh anything happened recently not that looking? i know of yeah no i haven't been paying attention to to the news or anything like that so i have no idea cool me neither i'm uh i'm glad we both have nothing prominent to say about the news no yeah no it's it's actually pretty cool because usually you only like hear about the news when it's something bad so like you know no no news is good news in a way you know yeah so i it, it must be that everything is kind of turning around like i think uh i think you know i doubted him in the beginning but i think joe biden really course course corrected steering the ship in the right direction you know yeah no he's uh he's doing a good job he's doing the what the people want yeah so i think that's why there's nothing in the news but uh unrelated if and this is just me personally. And this is okay. just like a, a weird thought experiment that I had come up hip. with. Yeah. Like, let's say that I like chocolate bars, right? Okay. Like, let's say that the only way to secure my body autonomy was to eat chocolate bars, right? Uh, okay. I'm you, still you know what following I'm you. I'm yeah. following you. Go for it. Let's, let's say there were even some like serious medical conditions that if I didn't eat a chocolate bar... I would die. Oh, this is sounding pretty serious. Yeah. Now, if there were a some sort of governing body, unelected, who, you know, were just able to completely remove my ability to eat chocolate bars, why why I would just kill them. <laughs> huh. So this you don't is say. <laughs> unrelated to any current events. <laughs> but just a weird thought that I had had. <laughs> oh interesting and um what brings us up is there is there anything like anything kind of spurring this uh this topic anything kind of like you know on your mind you know what i did hear about something recently oh do tell yeah is, the, is it the will smith thing oh no uh he well i mean i think we talked about it already he he won best best actor for uh his performance in what was that movie king, king uh, richard king richard king richard yeah yeah which I learned wasn't actually like a period piece. I thought it was odd <laughs> that they cast Will Smith to be like an English king. Uh, but you know what? I don't really see race. So I was like, you know, I think he's a capable actor. I think he could absolutely play uh, King Richard. Uh, later did I learn that he was, I don't know, Serena Venus Williams dad or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that movie. So. No, I haven't either. I've been meaning to see it. I heard it's good. I mean, he won Best Actor for it, so like, Best Actor is like pretty, pretty, pretty up there. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, I've been, I've been hearing a lot of people just talking shit. Like, why would they make a movie about their dad and not them? But it's like they produce, they executive produced the movie. Like, they, they they wanted it to be about him. Yeah. No, that is that is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that one's that that bad. I guess I don't. I don't know. Sure. You know what is like a, <laughs> is a very, very uh, pointed comments from me on this episode. Huh? <laughs> yeah, hey. sure. Whatever. I don't sure. know. Well, yeah. Fuck. Fine. Don't, yeah. Anyways. Whatever. Chocolate bars. Chocolate bars. No. Um, you remember that movie, The Help? That was kind of a funny one. I haven't seen it, but it's like mm-hmm. it's about the uh, it's about like about some slave maidens, right? Yeah. But like the movie is about, you know, The Help. Right. And it's about like these like black nannies that essentially raised kids, you know, 
mm-hmm. like but the the protagonist of the story is Emma Stone <laughs> and it's like <laughs> like this story cannot be told it's not digestible by american audiences unless it's told through the perspective of like sort of a wealthy wealthy cute white girl <laughs> like a, a very a very light manic pixie dream girl like the very like yeah the very Otherwise, definition yeah. of that how else how else are general audiences supposed to relate you want me to relate to like a black uh. <laughs> yeah can you finish that sentence not just leave it on a black <laughs> you want me to relate to a black <laughs> uh but anyway Joke, joking Jesus aside, Christ. I think uh, joking aside, I think enough time uh, has passed since me advocating for killing anybody that we could actually talk about uh, current events without being put on any sort of list. I don't know if there's some sort of rule that <laughs> these things have to be said within 30 <laughs> seconds of each other, but like three um, minutes is a good is a good buffer. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you say that right next to each other, then it becomes the thing. Uh, then you're actually like put on a list for threatening somebody. But uh, yeah, Supreme Court overturned uh, Roe v. Wade. So uh, this is really a hard blow to uh, to the fellows. Am I right? You Wait, guys got to be you got to be more careful pulling out now, guys. You got to your pullout game has to be strong. Otherwise, there could be serious consequences to the to the to the fellows out there who are deeply affected by this issue. So. Wait, did they, did they pull it yet? Because from what I heard, they just they it's, it was just leaked that their decision is going to be this soon. Yeah, uh, so it hasn't, it hasn't happened act, just yet. No, but they okay. they have the intentions of doing so. And then, fucking uh, conservatives are like literally won probably the the biggest political battle of like my lifetime. You know, mm-hmm. of something they've been trying to do for decades and they finally got it but they're fucking still trying to play the victim about this shit they're still like oh can you believe fucking some democrat who was the assistant of a judge appointed by obama leaked this sacred information can you believe it she should be criminally charged to the fullest extent of the law and it's just like bro like (laughs) <laughs> fucking chill chill out was this supposed to be a surprise <laughs> like was it supposed to be like oh, oh, surprise guys like right, oh no obama era obama <laughs> era nominees yeah no like uh no i mean like the decision to repeal roe v wade was that no, supposed to be a, a secret you know like this idea that like i don't know who who out there is advocating for like less transparency in government like no, no, I really like it when I don't know what's going on. I, I like it when, like, people do things behind the scenes that I'm unaware of. It's like, right from the same party who liked Trump for telling it as it is. They really want people to not tell it as it is. They really want things the very to, last minute <laughs> decisions that affect millions of people to be top secret fucking shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and then tell it as it is, and then yeah, like the 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 party of small government wants more secrecy in government. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's, and I'm seeing a lot of people like, uh, bring up like the Handmaiden's Tale or whatever, right? Which I have not seen. Neither have I. I don't get uh, Nor, nor read. Uh, from what I glean, it's like, it's like a dystopian future, um, where it's like super puritanical, where like women are literally like property. And I can see, where people are coming to this conclusion. Like, I can see the benefits uh, of that. I can see, I, I can see why that, appe- that appeals to people. I can see why that'd be a cool thing. No. Um, but I think that, I don't know. I kn- you know, no dystopia is going to get their prediction hundred percent. Right. I don't know if like we're moving to like a sort of like puritanical Christian thing. I think what we're doing, like a more accurate depiction of the future is just like women will just be like these incubators <laughs> And then they'll just pop out a baby who will just be born directly into like an Amazon assembly line and then just start working. Like, I don't think this is any like, I don't think this is for religious reasons. I think this is just like uh, American birth rates are down and this isn't going to be sustainable to our fucking economy. So we need to force people to have children. now. 
and uh, you know, this is happening at the same time as like Amazon is starting to experiment with their uh, like cities now. Have you seen this? Yeah. Well, I gotta say, all I gotta say to that is, look, well, look at Japan. Japan has had declining birth rates for years now, and they're starting to feel the effects of it finally. Yeah. So what they should do is force people to have babies. <laughs> yes. That's the that's the solution. No, like, like, like you remember, you remember the the, the panda breeding efforts. Like that was a big yeah. thing. Like they yeah. wouldn't fuck to save their species. Japan's yeah. doing the same thing. Japan and pandas are perfectly analogous situations. <laughs> um, yeah, it couldn't possibly be because we work way too much and don't have enough money or space or time to uh, have children. <laughs> that, that it would be irresponsible and reckless to bring children into this world when you know you make you know, $12 an hour and live in a one bedroom studio apartment. <laughs> like maybe it's not a good idea to have kids when you have $60,000 in debt and, and a job that doesn't pay enough to even keep a roof over your head. Maybe it's a bad idea to, to pop a couple kids out. No, 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 no. God, God will provide. Yeah. He always does. And, and, and having the kid will make you dedicate your life to raising this kid. Hmm. And you'll be a better father because of it. You'll say I could put all your time and effort into raising this kid because I no, don't want course. to be a failure of a father. Yeah, and there's my never... Father, that's yeah. Happened. Our fathers. <laughs> my daddy. His daddy. His daddy's daddy. They all had kids they didn't want. <laughs> 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 but like, yeah, it's... It's... I don't know, man. Because it's just like... Yeah, there's never there's never been an example of bad parents in the world, right? <laughs> like nobody has ever had kids when they shouldn't have. Every single every kid is a blessing. Every single one. Yeah. Mm. It's it's I don't know, but I, I I have a feeling these things are correlated. I'm telling you, Amazon's starting this thing. The more desperate people are, the more they're willing to do that. Where it's like, oh yeah, I work for Amazon, and then I live in my Amazon house, and then I pay rent back to Amazon from the money that they pay me to work there. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, my Amazon, 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 Amazon dominium. Yeah. It's just, it's just a slow slide into slavery <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, we're just not going to pay you anything, but you will have a roof over your head on the, in the Amazon suburb that we've created in the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> in the Amazon rainforest <laughs> uh, that we cut down to make room for your Amazon home. I can see, like, in the future, them just, like, using misinformation to say that they planted the Amazon rainforest. That they, like, right? founded. They, I mean, they once, founded and they preserved the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, once they shoot a little dough to, like, the people that make the fucking textbooks. Like, hey, could you put a section in there about how the Amazon is actually named after us and not the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I man. don't know. It's I wild. Really. I don't... I don't know. I think things are going in a... A, a a a bad direction huh hmm. you know this is this is this is a this is something new you're bringing to the podcast i <laughs> I, I i really i'm really kind of shocked to see that you are not liking the direction that america's going yeah um, right no I, it's crazy because we were batting a thousand until this point and now we really just took a hard turn you know like things were going really good for a long time and then just now things got bad and they took away my it's... right my right to go fucking murder fetuses <laughs> yeah that's is like this, what i would do it... on the weekends i would just go to the doctor's clinic and be like, hey i'm volunteering for some abortions today <laughs> let me scoop them I just, out yeah i just be i i do it with my bare hands too i volunteer that's my community service but uh <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. no um i don't know because it's it's one of those rare, like, political issues where, like, one side is just is just bad. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no gray area to it because the, the countries with the highest abortion rates are the ones that most restrict abortion. Like, there isn't it isn't correlated. Like, if you make abortion illegal, it doesn't make less abortions happen, right? Right. It just makes people seek out like unregulated and dangerous ones. But even if like, let's say this, this worked somehow and like making abortion illegal 
nobody got abortions anymore. Like, what is the upside to this? Is just more unwanted and like desperate kids being born? <laughs> like more, like what is the solution for somebody who like does not have the means to care for a kid, does not want one, and then you're just going to force them to have, have one anyway? It's like, what is the what is the upside? Even in your like utopian world where this worked somehow, like, what do you get out of it? Like, what is the good? <laughs> it, it feels like they can't like, like look a few steps ahead ever. It feels like they can never like realize that human nature is going to is going to prevail. That that there's never going to be a perfect scenario. One it is is to a person or to a family of means. Yeah, you know, no, it, like. Yeah, like if it were up to me and I wanted to lower the race of abortion, I would craft a society in which when you found out you were pregnant, your first thought wasn't, fuck, no. <laughs> oh, God, my, my whole life, my life is ruined. <laughs> I got to kill this kid. Yeah, like I, I would craft a society where when you got someone pregnant, you went, oh, this is lovely. I, I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> like. Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but I can, you know, yeah. this is, they're definitely in our beans to do. We can do yeah. this. Yeah. Like, I, I make good money. We have a, a nice home and the education system around us is very good. And, you know, I think I think we'll raise a happy, healthy child. Like, that's the direction that I would go. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not in charge of these decisions. That's a bold move, Sean. Bold statement. I really, I really think that you might just take out some payments. That you might, you might take out some payouts. Some lobbyists be like, "Hey, hey, Mister, hey, Mister Haymaker, sorry, Mister Sean." We gotta beat that. You gonna fucking dox me? <laughs> no, I swear yeah. I said your name before. But yeah, we'll beat that. You did not. Never my full fucking name. <laughs> I think I've said your full name on the show before too, though. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. that's a problem, though. Yeah, but you fucking, never exactly exactly what I'm talking about. You fucking politician. You're politician yeah. in the making. But you you have never uh, threatened to kill public officials. <laughs> Wait, you did that? <laughs> no, no. I just had an analogy that if something like that were to happen, that like it's my it would be what I would do if some sort of scenario where chocolate bars were illegal. See, we should bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> that part we should bleep. Uh, just a quick reminder to anyone listening. That when uh, Roe v. Wade was uh, first ruled on and abortion was protected, right-wingers went on riots, they blew up hospitals, they, uh, they did a lot of stuff. So now that it's been overturned, I'm just saying, I don't know, proportional response is necessary, maybe? Yeah, what was the thing that Gandhi <laughs> said? An eye for an eye is what you should do? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, he wasn't infallible. Gandhi uh, was a racist. <laughs> a racist and a little, pedo- little bit of pedophilia. Uh, was he a pedophile? I mean, he slept next to, like, sorry, a febophile. There we go. You got to make that <laughs> distinction. We don't want to lose the libertarian crowd. <laughs> but, I, heard uh, I heard someone say the joke recently saying, like, you know, trying to, try to describe the difference between pedophilia and a febophilia. And hebophilia really makes you sound like a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to sound to say it without making you sound like a big pedophile. Yeah, you just try to move that bar a little bit. Like, no, no, I'm not like those sick bastards who go after like you know nine year olds. I, I go for the like a ones. like a, like a fully developed sixteen year old. <laughs> <laughs> the thi- <laughs> the thing Japan, is, back to Japan, their their age of consent is like what fucking fourteen. It ain't fucking helping them, right? But uh <laughs> right? You would think. You would think. All these fertile teenagers running around. <laughs> uh you wonder why I didn't want my full name on the show. Uh <laughs> but um no, I think uh being serious now. What's wrong with six? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Jesus. The, the problem is, of course, like the mental faculties of young people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if it was legal for like a 50 year old to get with like a 16 year old. 
it would still be weird just because what the fuck does a 50 year old have in common with a 16 year old? You know? Oh, I got, I I can tell you, I can tell you. Go for it. Two words, my friend, sexual compatibility. One has Mm. a penis. The other one does not. That would be things. That would be things they had different, not in common. (laughs) Um, It's it's, it's like, what is it? Opposites attract, you know? I, I do know a guy who, uh, his dad left his mom, moved to the Philippines, and married a fifteen-year-old. Whoa! <laughs> and he was—he was like fifty something. That's fucking. That's that's a, the that's the worst midlife crisis, right? You ever had like Elon buying Twitter because his ex got with a trans woman? Yeah, that's like fucking nothing compared to <laughs> leaving your family to go move to the Philippines to marry a fifteen-year-old. You know what's wild, though? I don't know if this Elon Musk thing is good or bad, but I know that I've been bullying people a lot harder and not getting not getting banned for it on Twitter, not on Twitter, but on Facebook. And I know that he's not. (laughs) I know I know that he doesn't own Facebook, but I'm wondering if this is like, you know, the the threat that somebody will buy them out because they ban too many people is like getting them to loosen their restrictions a little bit because yeah i've been i've been going way harder than i've i've been banned for like benign stuff like i called someone a dullard and i got a 30-day ban for it but like yeah that was bullying (laughs) but like just today i told somebody i was like your very existence is the best argument for abortion possible because I wish that your whore mother flushed you down the nearest storm drain <laughs> and and I didn't even get a ban for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like all their mods or all their fucking their moderators are like 70, 80 years old and be like, oh I don't understand these this string of words. This doesn't make sense to me. Oh, a dullard. <laughs> a dullard. How dare he? <laughs> Back in my day, that was called for fisticuffs. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, what's the block button? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. What else is going on? I feel like that's definitely hijacked the public discourse. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't even fucking know, man. I've been I've been losing touch with the reality. It's crazy because like, if I'm at work and I'm working all the time, I lose touch with the reality. But then also when I'm at home, not doing anything, I also hmm. lose touch with the reality. It's a really oh. weird, like, I'm in a really cool spot in my life where that just keeps happening. <laughs> where you're just disassociating all the time and you have, like, no concept of the, the world. <laughs> no. No, dude. It's horrible because I'm getting so fucking fat. It's nuts. Like, I can't even bring myself to go to the gym, which is, like, a mile down the road, two miles down the road. Yeah, no, that's why I have a home gym. That way I can ignore it, like, right here without having to pay. <laughs> <laughs> With your one rep sets. Yeah. <laughs> I just max out, do one quick. Boom, one rep of my max, and uh, results speak for themselves, Matsy. It's really like broken. Look at the <laughs> difference. Look at the difference between us. Lard body, hard body. I think that 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 about does it. That about summarizes it. Show me that gut, Sean. Yeah, you want to see this? You want to see these rock, rock these hard rock abs? Hard, rock hard nips. What's up? Rock hard abs. <laughs> nice 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 now he 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 actually i stand corrected sean just pulled up pull up a shirt and showed me a tall pack hella jack dude fucking a fucking full like ripped adonis belt like eight pack having motherfucker mm-hmm. plus bruce Lee i look like the, the guys from 300 then that's a weird movie you know i keep hearing that and like i've been meaning to watch it again but i don't I mean, I don't really remember it being too weird. Like of, of its a product of its time, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> the late two thousands, but I no, I don't I don't mean weird in like an avant garde kind of way. I mean weird in like that it's like uh the Spartans are kind of bad guys. <laughs> yeah. And uh and it's one of those movies that's like, you know, for the dude bros, it's like, oh hell yeah. But like <laughs> you know, it's it's ninety percent just like like shirtless guys running around like with rippling bods it's kind of i don't know there's that weird uh like crossover between like hyper masculinity and like homoeroticism <laughs> right 
right? Like that that like he saw that Tucker that Tucker Carlson movie, a little video he put out called like the, like the end like the last man or something like the end of men. Oh, oh. dude, oh dude, it's the gayest shit I've ever seen. Oh, lovely. It's the it's gayest. Like, shit. Uh, it's like Ben Shapiro's novel. The fucking true allegiance. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like that, but in video form, bro. <laughs> Where all, all of the men, he goes into detail describing how hot they are. <laughs> like he was six three and rippling, muscular, a little bit of hair on his chest, glistening with sweat. And then his wife Mary, she, she was there. <laughs> she had long fingers, long slender fingers. Yeah, she was also in the room doing, you know, womanly things. I don't know. But <laughs> I then, don't fucking but know. then Rick Rick Hardcock. He was <laughs> he was there just uh big burly. A little bit bear of a little bear salt, of a man. Air of a man, a little salt and pepper in his hair, just uh really got a stern look to him, you know. That makes you want to go, Daddy, please don't don't spank me again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> just like that. <clears throat> yeah, I really but, uh, think we should, we should just we should. Some say love, it is a river that drowns the tender some say love, it is a razor that leaves your, your soul, soul to bleed. Some say love, it is a like recycled jokes back and forth between Town and Chapo Trap House. Like I feel like if we just did that sparingly enough, we would mm-hmm. have con- enough content to fill multiple podcasts. <laughs> just be completely derivative. Like nothing but. Mm, I'm interested. I'm interested in this. Um I actually don't listen to Chapo that much anymore. And why not too left for you? 
Yeah, they became uh, libtards. So, no, I'm kidding. I don't know. I just, I just, uh, I don't have as much time to listen to podcasts. It used to be when I worked for the city, um, I was just allowed to like wear headphones and I would just listen to podcasts all day. And now, like, I, I just don't do that as much. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You ever? Uh, oh, you know Madison Cawthorn's gay. I've heard about that. Yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the video of him in the hotel room? Um. Yeah, I think I've seen it on Twitter. But uh, him, just, him just butt naked, like humping some dude's head. Yeah. And he was like, "Ah, oh, I was just razzing with my pals, you know, <laughs> bro things, you know." <laughs> Which, like, it sucks because, like, even if he was gay, like, I want, I want him to come out, but that would just ruin his political career for the Republicans. But I mean, if he's being a fucking this kind of dude, like being like a, a, a closeted gay guy who's on a party that's vehemently anti-gay, that's uh, kind of fucked no, up I, with you, I, dude. I think it's uh. I think it's wrong to like out people when they're not ready. However, <laughs> if, if if you are like vehemently anti-gay and presiding over policies that would negatively impact the gay community, and then meanwhile you happen to be gay, I think uh, I think it's fair game. <laughs> I think uh, I think that if you are ruining people's lives for the things that you're doing in private, and that things that you are like inoculated from facing the consequences of yeah no i think you deserve uh you know you deserve to have your life ruined a little bit <laughs> to face like a little bit of the pain that you've caused other people so yeah you like, like your entire photo album your entire phone's photo album just leaked all over the place your entire grinder chat logs those are going all on blast like in times, you know, in times square i think bad things should sometimes happen to bad people because, oh, like the chocolate bar thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, you know who, uh, you know, who's, who's, who's really at fault with this, right? Obama. Yeah, actually, that's where I was. That's where I was going with that. Because fucking punk ass Obama, like, didn't fight to get Merrick Garland because, like, Republicans were like, He's in the last year of his presidency. It's too soon for him to to, or it's it's not enough time for him to name a Supreme Court judge. Like we should leave it up to the next president. And he he just went like, yeah, okay. And meanwhile, like Trump had like three weeks left, and he appointed a justice. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you you can just do that. Like it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter what it, what anyone says. Like you can just make it happen anyway. <laughs> so like. He just really didn't want to. But the thing I've been seeing on I think I've been seeing on Twitter is that like people are really angry now. They're really coming out like at, um Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I said that the day that she fucking died. I was like I said uh uh she this really then you retire. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking ninety years old with cancer. Obama had a super majority. Like that is the best case scenario for you to retire because things can only either get as good or worse like for you so like what are you waiting what are you holding on for because it either like it's either a worse scenario or if you're really lucky a just as good one <laughs> the same scenario <laughs> <laughs> or the same scenario if everything falls exactly into place the way it should be so yeah she's kind of one of the most fucking selfish public officials that have ever lived <laughs> like uh, she kind of fucking sucks a little bit, but I, I'm glad she died, and I hope she burns in hell. Yeah, you know, but that's the that's the thing about Democrats, though, is that like, you know, uh, anytime like really progressive people run, they tend to do fairly well, right? And so, you know, you have all these like you know leftist political commentators who are like Democrats need to lean into that the the stuff that like inspires their voting base. Like people who who want, you know, big change, who want to, like, you know, implement actual like social policies that like would bring us in line with the rest of the, with the developed world, you know, mm -hmm. but like you're that's that would be winning and then missing the point. <laughs> like we would rather lose 
then win and have to make things worse for rich people. <laughs> like, do you understand? Like, yeah, uh, sure, we could win if we were socialists, but then we wouldn't be rich. So what's the point? <laughs> like, we, we, we would rather Republicans win than socialists win. <laughs> like, you, you like, yeah, we might win and they might have a D next to their name, but they'll they will make things worse for our corporate overlords. So that's not what we want. Like the, the point of the party is to win on milk toast policies. If you win on actual revolutionary progressive policies, then you've missed the point. <laughs> And like at this point, I feel like the Demo- the, D- the DNC, like their main thing is just like it's like it all is coming down to like like gay versus not gay. Like, are you cool with gays or are you not? Everything else stays the same. Yeah, that's that's really that's that's, that's what it is. And yeah, I, I I think that's also a little bit like if I were a Democratic politician, I'd be ecstatic about this fucking overturn of Roe v. Wade because then my fucking campaign writes itself. I'm like, oh, guys, look, look, <laughs> yeah. if, if, if you vote for me, we'll get it back. Even though, you know, for the last like 20, 30 years, we did nothing to, to defend it. But we will get it back. But we'll definitely get it back, guys. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know, man. Because like, you know that nobody who opposes like abortion does so like none of these politicians do it on any sort of like moral ground. They do it because it's a hot topic issue, you know, but, but meanwhile, like they'll get abortions like Trump paid for like five people's abortions, <laughs> but then like, you know, acts like he's super pro-life. It's like, no, it's just a way to fucking mislead your stupid ass voter base. I don't know. It's just, <clears throat> you know, you're pro-life until you like knock up the wrong person. And then it's like, oh, well, we have to do it. Our situation is different. Like. I literally, I I saw a girl say that before. She's like super fucking pro-life now, but she had an abortion when she was younger. She's like, well, you don't understand. I needed it. (laughs) It's it's like, okay, like nobody, nobody else does, right? Like your situation was unique. (laughs) Yeah, as opposed to all those other people who just had like going aborting for fun. Yeah, just frivolously. I, dude, I, I've had some fucking dumbass fucking guy who's like, I personally know a woman who's had 15 abortions. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. And Tiger, call her out right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, abor- abortions are like $500 a pop. You know somebody who's had 15 of them? <laughs> like, <laughs> like a person who has that kind of money to burn <laughs> probably could afford to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, they're just doing it for some weird psychosomatic reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're a good, good little saver, dude. Like, <laughs> and then I don't know. Just the the conversation always gets into like, yeah, well, there's like these medical conditions and endopic pregnancies or like miscarriages where like the, your body doesn't eject it, and if you don't get an abortion, you will die. And it's like, yeah, no, those, those that's valid. And then other people be like, well, what if someone gets raped? And it's like, yeah, no, that's valid too. But honestly, it another equally valid reason is that it's nobody's fucking business <laughs> is that like I could do whatever the fuck I want with my body. Like <laughs> that's the most valid reason we don't need to tie it to any sort of like medical or like rape conditions because oh, so you're like, saying I don't have to wear a mask. You're saying I don't have to wear a mask right now, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm coming out as anti-vax. I'm using this as a, <laughs> and it's like, I'm, I'm literally having this argument with people who are like, oh, you pretend to care about women's rights, but you're okay with trans women playing sports? Like, <laughs> say, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, women's rights. That's exactly what I'm for. <laughs> like, and it's just like, you're really going to compare like this super fucking niche issue of like less than 1% of the population who is trans competing in college sports, which most women don't play anyway. And then comparing that to literally the totality of like women's autonomy. Those, these are of equal value to you. These are the same moral weight. <laughs> yeah. And even, even, even when this less than 1% of the population does do this, they, some, they a lot of the times don't even win. No. Not even like breaking records. And then a lot of the women, also are not upset about it yeah there are some who are but i think that there it's something like 70 something percent of women are pro-choice but you don't 
worry about their concerns. You worry about this like one percent of the population that is like women collegiate athletes. And then even among this, amongst that group, it's not unanimous. And, and be honest with me, bro. Do you even watch collegiate sports? Like, like I, I know so. No, I've yeah, seen so you, many people you, just going on this whole thing. We don't even watch sports. Not no, really- you, you just don't like trans people. It has nothing to do with women. Like, you know, give a fuck about women. <laughs> like to you, women are are just uh, things that carry babies, and that's it. That's where beginning and end of womanhood is. Is like you are just a fucking broodmare for the state to provide more workers. Like that's all you are. <laughs> it's like I just also don't like trans people, so I have to like pretend to care a little bit. It's like Yeah, no, I I've know. seen I, I like I grew up with someone who was posting like still like the similar like, you know, uh trans women in sports things, and he was just the most like manipulative, just like most greedy, adulterous fucking bastard. To every woman yeah. that he knew, yeah, but but he's concerned about women's like about like the sanctity of women's collegiate sports. Yeah, no, it, all of these fucking like boomer ass fucking like Republican ass like people who like per, are are suddenly pretending to care about women and suddenly pretending to like be super anti pedophile are all the same kinds of like creepy uncles that fucking creep on their teenage fucking nieces anyway. So, like, what the fuck is, like, I don't know. It's, like, they're so up in arms about this fucking, like, uh, Disney changed their fucking greeting at their amusement park to not, to be gender neutral. And this, this has somehow morphed into their, the Democrats are, are trying to groom children into sex slaves. And it's like, what? Where did you get this logical fucking this this jump in like? What the fuck are you, leap. What the fuck are you talking about? And it's the same fucking people who like don't give a fuck about like the fact that like there are like hundreds of thousands of kids that get sexually abused in like foster care, and you want more kids to be in foster care by enforcing this fucking this shit. And it's the same fucking people who, when Me Too was coming out are like super skeptical about any claim about a woman ever getting raped. They're always like, well, what about false rape ac- accusations? And you know, like, yeah, like, like, what were you so, doing there? What were you wearing? Did you yeah. Well, why, why, why did you wait, you know, so long to come forward? All of this, like super skeptical about any rape claim, but have no evidence, but just will call people pedophiles and rapists, like on the flimsiest of evidence. <laughs> but like when actual women come forward about being raped they're like i don't know if i believe this but disney going like hey everybody instead of hey boys and girls means that they are rapist pedophiles who are raising kids to be sex slaves who are it's, groomers yeah. it's like wait what the fuck is going what the fuck are you talking about man oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude it's it's been so bad recently like the whole like groomer thing going around like i can't i can't tell you how many people who have been like talking about like just like saying like okay groomer and shit like that to just like to just fucking any kind of thing about like gay rights issues or trans rights issues you know in regards to kids you know it's just like everyone every gay person is now a groomer when yeah me personally i don't even want to fucking be around kids i don't want no kids i don't want to talk to kids i don't want to look at kids they're fucking ugly (laughs) they're fucking stupid (laughs) like yeah but it's just it's mind-blowing man just by virtue of of seeing like a, a cartoon character who's a boy kiss another boy all of a sudden they're going to become fucking like just uh, sex slaves like insatiable incorrigible sex slaves who are just running around like looking for cock it's yeah like, like like when when steamboat willie kissed fucking mickey you know when yeah. fucking or kissed Minnie. sorry when, yeah, when mickey mouse kissed Minnie back in those days you know when it was like a cultural thing to take your boy to fucking hooters you know yeah no, like that wasn't that wasn't grooming because it was straight. You know that it's impossible to be a straight pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> the only pedophiles I know are faggots. Huge <laughs> fucking faggots. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Discourse is so fucking like this is literally political discourse is just calling the other side a pedophile. 
Like that's all it is now. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> if I don't like this person, they are a Nazi and a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's why the Supreme Court's trying to overrule Roe versus Wade because they're all pedophiles. They want more kids to be around. So yeah, they, they want they want more kids and they want more kids in foster yeah. care so that they can fuck them. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is it. what this is what political discourse has become. But it's really it's it's because. It's like a lot of it's being pushed by like Matt Gates, who is like uh, Do- Doth protests too much. It's because <laughs> it's because he is currently under investigation, so he has to pretend that he's super anti-pedophile in order to. He, nobody suspects the person leading the witch hunt to be the witch, <laughs> so he's like he's setting a smokescreen so that he doesn't get fucking caught. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he's like fucking coughing just like oozing out all the smoke yeah and it's these same fucking people who remember roy moore who was running for office yeah, in alabama who, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who like like they went around polling like asking people like what do you feel about like how he you know was in his like late 20s and picking up girls at the mall when they were like 15 and you had all these old people who were like well that's just how things were back in the day you know it was fun it was okay to do and it's just like now they're like Disney or groomers. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you saw. I don't know if you saw that that Sean Hannity clip, but he told some over that Roy Moore thing. He was like, you know, I will not, I will not try to not try to dissuade you. Uh, a fifty-year-old man, you know, going after someone who is fourteen or fifteen years old is wrong. It's undeniably wrong behind, you know, before like any, like by any any means any means of logic you know by any course of thinking that is wrong however and this is that <laughs> however you tell me all you need, i need to say I, you can, anything after that sentence after yeah. that however doesn't fucking matter it's like uh yeah he might be a pedophile but he's one pedophile and then if he fights against <laughs> the disney pedophiles if you actually weigh it out he stopped thousands of pedophiles and he was only one so in a pure <laughs> In a pure numbers game, <laughs> that's we literally can... <laughs> that's literally the Dave Chappelle joke on Cosby. You know, like what if there's a superhero uh, that, like you know, he saves burning buildings all the time. I, you know, who, he, he saves, he, but he rapes. <laughs> he's, yeah, but like every once in a while, because every once in a while, after every thousand lives he saves, he has to rape one girl. <laughs> Are you really gonna get rid of him? It's funny though, because like um, there was a time when like Rush Limbaugh like said the quiet part out loud. And he went on this big rant. He was like, the left, they think everything's okay. They think two guys, they think two guys and a girl, they think two girls, they think all of that's okay as long as there's consent. That's the magic word to them is consent. Everything is okay as long as it's consent. And it's like, yeah, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you taking the, the are you taking the con side of consent or the consent argument? <laughs> like, like that you're against that <laughs> it's just like yeah no it's it's wild like uh, i got into an argument with somebody where um i had said that like sex is a human right and they were like oh so it's okay to just rape people and it's like you really just don't you don't understand the concept of consent, do you? <laughs> like, like it is. It, I think I think it's lost on them. I think they don't understand it. <laughs> it's like they don't, they don't understand anything, but like beyond like beyond what like the word of God says. I don't know. And not it's not even that. It's not even that. that. Because like fucking you know, for as non-religious as I am, Jesus was a fairly progressive dude. And they they live by literally none of his teachings. <laughs> they like you know it, all this stuff about like don't judge, love your neighbor. Like you know he is without sin. Throw the first stone. They are the most judgmental, <laughs> the most hateful. <laughs> like they don't they don't live a fucking. They what they do is they go to a church where the pastor is just a, a political mouthpiece who just like doesn't even read the Bible. I've been to church. All he does is go on there and just evangelize about like political topics that he falls on the right of and doesn't ever mention the Bible. <laughs> and that's that's where they get their information. Like it, I think it's it, it, it's silly to ascribe modern political ideologies on ancient figures just because the society that they lived in was so vastly different than our own. But the the idea 
that Jesus would have anything in common with modern Republicans is wild. <laughs> They're literally the antithesis of every single thing that he's ever said. <laughs> but but the abortion, Sean. He's never said a, he never said a fucking word about abortion. <laughs> he's never said a word about gay people. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy it's crazy dude just like i don't know i know we talked about this before but like how how the bible it's not necessarily the bible that's what they look like that's what they like really aspire to be like it's the king james version of the bible it's not yeah. even that it's the puritanical interpretation of the king james version of the bible it's fucking yeah. it's nuts dude yeah. It's 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 nuts. It's a really cool situation that they find themselves in today yeah we find ourselves dealing with yeah it's funny though me and you we should really embrace this, you know, because like if we're talking in a purely like what the evangelicals want, fucking women to be property and women to just like be forced to have our kids and spread our seed. Like that's actually a sweet deal for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a woman. Like fuck it. <laughs> that's not my problem. Yeah. If anything, you would bump me up the social ring, and then bump them down. Like now, yeah, I'm still close to the bottom, but at least I'm above somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman, which is pretty. It's a sweet deal in a world where women are property. <laughs> It's a sweet deal to not be one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But like, you know, could, yeah, you're right. Things could be worse. <laughs> yeah, like men could be property. That'd be a nightmare. Uh. <laughs> that I would personally be upset about. This. <laughs> but it's just, uh, no, I don't know, man. I just, I, <clears throat> I just, I, I, I think I'm on to something. I really do think that it's literally women are just going to be like like veal cattle just like chained up and then just like every year just be implanted with another baby give it uh, give birth to it and then that baby gets shuffled off into the warehouse to go do some work <laughs> and then that's it that's just that's just how it is there's a new social class it's just like they're just livestock <laughs> it's like yeah it's just we got the we got the fucking rich on top you know the 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 new nobility every billionaire a king and then all of us, we, you know, <laughs> we work and then we die when we hit like 40. And that's just, that's, that's just the new okay with me. That's just the new way that the world is going to be. Like a lot of people will like talk about like how idiocracy is becoming like, you know, uh, uh, it was prophetic or, you know, they'll bring up like, you know, Brave New World or 1984. I think, uh, I'm going to throw my own hat into the ring about my dystopian future. And that's what it is. It's Walmart, Amazon, Disney, all these big conglomerates are just going to form their own fucking like sovereign states where like the people who work at their, their businesses live on their property. It's just feudalism again is all that it is, except it's just King Bezos now. And it's like, I live and work on my Lord's land and he gets all of the benefits of everything I do. And that's just, that's just the way things are going to be. I actually heard I heard that take recently that we're no longer in we're no longer in post capitalism. We're no longer a post capitalist society. We're now a, a neo techno feudalism society. Yeah, um, yeah. We're we're exactly what you said. You know, all the companies, all the all the corporations, conglomerates, they all own every every piece of property. Every you know, they own everything essentially. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we're just working to serve our lords because we are serfs. Yeah. No, that's 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 what it is, and that's how it's going to be from now on. And <clears throat> I don't know. I I hope that there's like a level of like the human spirit that can only get pushed so far, right? Before like the French Revolution happens. But I don't know. They keep trying. Like one of these days, it's gonna stick. You know, okay. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I I don't know because I I don't I don't I, I and here's what the thing is, I don't know how smart these people on top are. I don't know, like you know, there's a lot of people who talk about like the Illuminati and how they have all these like 
I don't know how much of that's true. However, if it if you were crafting some sort of decades long plan, I think they've done it pretty well up to this point. You remember when people were fucking rioting to go back to work? Yeah, remember that they weren't rioting for like you know, uh, like a UBI until the pandemic was over or like a rent freeze or like a mortgage freeze or anything that would have helped them keep them safe and keep them from like becoming homeless and starving to death. Instead, they fought to go back to fucking Cheesecake Factory and Applebee's and go back to their minimum wage jobs. Like that's what they protested for, you know? (laughs) And like another thing is just like the the people who have all of the guns because like who would be my allies in this fucking revolution it would be the fucking libs i'd have to side with them and all the libs fucking hate guns so all the people who have guns would be fighting on the side of the government like the psyop has gotten so far that like the people who stockpile all the weapons are on their side like in a fight where like the police and the and the military declared like martial law and started gunning citizens in the street there would be swaths of civilian militias that would be working with them and helping them kill civilians. Yeah, right until up, right until up the right until the time that they're killed. No, exactly, yeah. dude. That's like that's like seeing those those <laughs> Yabe stickers. You know, the come and take it stickers right next to the Blue Lives Matter flags. Yeah, or the uh, the Punisher the- <laughs> sticker that's with the fucking Blue Lives Matter flag over top it. Yeah, like- no, exactly that. Or like fucking or the cops with the libertarian flags, like the cops hanging out the libertarian flags yeah. on the vehicle. That shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I'm a cop and I vote libertarian. It's like so you just have no no principles at all. Is it's what just, you're it's, saying? It's just a tax thing, right? It's literally just a tax thing. Yeah, it's just a, it's that's that's all that it is. Is like they they think that government overreach is like the government putting regulations on like, hey, don't dump toxic waste into this fucking like city's water supply. They're like, that's government overreach. That's too much regulation. But like the the cops just gunning people down in the street on like a traffic violation is is not. (laughs) That's just like whatever, like the military being the 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 largest military in the in the universe by orders of magnitude is not big government drone striking fucking children overseas is not big government. But like. When they're like, hey, like there's this species that's uh, about to go extinct. And if it does, the entire ecosystem will collapse. So like maybe we can get like uh, 50 cents a year from everybody as a tax to like keep them alive. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) not my two quarters. No, (laughs) like that's that's all that it is. (laughs) That's all they're against, dude. But uh, but 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 with the country with the most people incarcerated per capita. No, that's that's just that's good policing. Yeah. But um, fuck, man, I'm uh, I'm I'm studying ecology right now. And that's literally what some companies did. They did just they just dumped their like toxic waste into people's like cities, water supplies. And it was just a bunch of fucking poor people in West Virginia. So they just didn't expect anything to come of it. And it's they knew that these chemicals were toxic for decades they tested it on mice and monkeys and all of them got cancer died had babies with birth defects and then they just didn't disclose it to the fda or the or the, uh, the epa and then just kept doing it for decades and now everybody on the planet has traces of this in their body now because they like they burned off the waste into smokestacks and then like it polluted everybody and they dumped it into people's water supplies <laughs> like that's what happens when you don't regulate people <laughs> like I don't know. It's oh, it's Christ. like like you think that companies will regulate themselves. Well, this is what happens when they do. They just poison people. Yeah, they'll take the shortest the shortest route to the most yeah, profit to save the most money. They'll and, and it's just gotten worse with the advent of like Microsoft Excel now because then they just punch that shit into a spreadsheet and then they realize like, oh shit, we can save one cent on every transaction if we do this this worst thing. And that adds up to like 20 million a year. So let's do it. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, man. It's, there's only so much I can say before I get put on the fucking FBI's list. So 
And I think you've said like at least five things <laughs> on this episode alone. Yeah. All right, fellas, we're coming up to the hour mark. I, I think we should have some time, you know, that's not political, you know, because we spent like, this is literally a fully political episode. You know, let's let's practice. You know, like, okay, come dogs, we have an announcement to make. We are selling out. We are officially, we are oh, applied yeah. to start. We've applied to start doing ad reads here. So, uh, I think now is the time to start practicing our ad reads. Uh, we haven't gotten one. No, I know, I know, but like, in, in the if hypothetically, once we do get one, I think it'd be good to be able to riff off of it. You know. Okay. Like speaking of speaking of <laughs> invasion of privacy, today's sponsor is NordVPN. NordVPN, <laughs> with over one thousand servers across the entire world, can protect your identity from overreaching governments and make you not pay taxes as much. And you can steal anything you want. You want Photoshop? You want Rosetta Stone? You want porn? You just pirate all of it. Steal that shit. <clears throat> steal it, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, who cares? Do crime all the time. Did, did you who not listen to our other episode? Do who crime gives, all the who, time. Who gives a shit? Pirate literally everything. Steal as much as you can from these large multinational corporations, dude. Take some of your money back. You know how many billions they get in government subsidies, your tax dollars, and you don't have any stake in their company? Steal it. Steal their products. And... <laughs> it's a and, lot it's it's dangerous to do it physically in person to go jack people's shit you can do it with nordvpn, <laughs> NordVPN <laughs> you could digitally pirate software video games movies uh music just anything you want dude yeah just use our servers in algeria or sweden who gives a fuck yeah you still steal all that music dude like you might think you're hurting the artist you're not artists make most of their money through their concert sales because the big fucking record execs give them shitty deals where they get all the money for the artist, uh, the artist's creative works. So just steal it. <laughs> if you really want to support your artist, go see him at a show, but steal their music. <laughs> and if you and for a limited time offer, if you use the discount code Taco Twenty, you'll get twenty percent <laughs> off if you're stealing per, if you're stealing needs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, how was that ad read? I feel like it was good. I feel like it was good. I feel like it was to the point where they definitely won't ding us for uh, for for the, for, for the marketing campaigns. I think they'll be, they'll be okay with it. Speaking of stealing privacy, Honey will uh, compile all of your purchasing needs and then sell that information to these companies so that they can give you targeted ads. So use Honey today. But you will save like two dollars on a hundred dollar transaction. So yeah, they'll they'll find you some sort of coupon out there, and then they'll sell your data. You ever wonder why it's free? It's because you're the product. Use Taco Twenty. You sign, Taco up, for 20 you sign up for Hump for Honey today. <laughs> well, we burned that bridge. <laughs> no, fuck that. Right. I literally have never gotten a good deal from them. Like I've had it for like I had it for like a while, and like the most I would get like it like. Hundred plus, hundred plus dollar, you know, transactions off of Amazon. I would get like a dollar, maybe up to I think four dollars was the max I've ever saved. Yeah, with them. and I don't let's, shop on Amazon enough to make it worth it. So let's burn some more bridges. Twenty uh, three and Me, they will compile your DNA and then they'll sell it to private insurance companies so that they can determine whether or not you're high risk for certain diseases down the line. So sell your personal data to uh, big insurance companies. Use the code Taco Twenty. On 23andMe.com. <laughs> and they'll also sell your information to the to local law enforcement, to local yeah. federal law enforcement. So you're easy to identify. help with investigations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Taco 20. Taco 20 today. <laughs> All right. We All good? Right, come, come dogs. I think, I don't know. Let, let, let's, let's hear your feedback. Oh, speaking of which, before, before we go, a little quick thing real fast about feedback. My boyfriend is now listening to all of our episodes. Uh, <laughs> Not out of really not out of choice is that his other podcast ended and he's looking for more stuff, so it's kind of just by like you know situation. And um, he actually wanted to correct you about something real fast. Uh, in an episode before you said something about like transitioning late way too late in life to where like the top to testosterone or estrogen wouldn't make a difference, and he wanted to say that that is not true. That that is that if passing is your goal, that you can that you can take take HRT at a later age in life and still be able to come out. Did I say this? That's what he said. I mean, he listened to he listened to the episode more recently than any of us really. Okay, that's fair. So, I, I don't, don't know, know what I don't know what the point I was making in which that would come up, but 
Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I say that, I apologize. I, no, apologize. I apologize. If I said that or when I said that, uh, I probably meant around like 50 years old when like everybody stops producing as much of their sex hormone that they normally do. So like, that's what I meant, you know? Yeah. And that's what he's saying is that that's not necessarily, not necessarily true. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) with that correction, sure. Hey, what else, what else, what else does he think about the show? Uh, I mean, it's, it's just two guys bullshitting two dudes with a podcast. You know how that goes. Really original ideas, really, uh, really, really structured show, you know, really, uh, really, really good. Really nice. I'm glad to hear some positive feedback from a cum dog. All right. Good night, my sweet princes and princesses and uh, non-binary monarchs of all sorts. Good night to everybody. Make sure you guys get your abortions in before. Yeah, get your get your abortions while they're hot. Goodbye. If you can, if you can, get pregnant right now. Just so you can have it aborted. Yeah, I'll be open to new experiences, and that might be an experience you won't be able to have again. And with that, goodbye.